coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Like everybody looking at it from a funny standpoint. I'm looking at it from the dude that screamed Fight the Power yes. Yes. is now singing national anthem. Y'all got to realize how far we have been removed from consciousness and revolutionary. So like uh, me and her were going in because I was like, as long as our organizers and leaders are dependent on this capitalistic society, they are always going to be able to be compromised. Cause they're like, how did he get there? I'm like, it was because of the money. And then I was talking about, we need independent institutions. That's why every real organizer we cared about was a what? Somewhat of a pastor. Because that's how they made their own money. So the black church is still our only true independent institutions. It ain't our HBCUs. They too, HBCUs are too dependent on federal state money. That ain't, uh, that ain't uh independence. Mm. The black church has been compromised, but it's still independent. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. Yeah. Hey, it's Wednesday. But it's also a king birthday. Shout out to producer Keith, man. When we're recording this. <laughs> This divorce Jeezy? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. I think it should arrive. This, this shit was like right on time. I got a theory about these rappers' artists, these rapper albums. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> That nigga said two outfits, same outfit two times a week. That's dirty. Who are you talking about? Everybody, I guess. Hey, we're going to do it just like this. What's up, family? Tune into the Just Out the Podcast. How the podcast ever hit the airway? Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. Say it every time and mean it every single time. Man, y'all stop what y'all doing, man. Just wish Keith happy birthday, man. If you already have, I appreciate it. If you have it, this is another time. Appreciate y'all. I was on the, I was on the phone with Churn earlier. You had called him when me and him were talking. Yeah, cause he had called me. I was yeah. at the barbershop. Yeah, he said you were calling back because he had called to wish you have a birthday. Mm-hmm. So, happy birthday, man. Hey, man. Appreciate it. 37, man. So, that, you were how old when we met then? 30, remember? I was turning 30. So, we celebrated your 30th together? Nah, like, we had, we wasn't we had really just, yeah, kicking it. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. We wasn't, you was trying to, but you know me, you know how I am. Right. For my birthdays and shit. So, we had just met, you were trying to. I was like, nah, we ain't doing nothing. Damn. 37. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, what's so crazy, man? Time has definitely flew by. Like, I was looking at, um, I mean, time has flew by so much that even COVID has a little gap. Yeah, now. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if COVID nah, was 2019. What? 2020. 2020. Like I feel like 2020 was that. All right, we believe it now. Yeah, because see, we was in. Yeah, remember we're in Atlanta COVID. You talking about yeah. Atlanta COVID? So we didn't hear this till 2020. But the actual pandemic, 2019-2021-2020-2021-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2020-2
So do I really want to be that vulnerable or do I really want it to be like the stories that I want so, left behind? I'm glad you, know you said, I'm glad you said that. Cause that's why I used to struggle. Right. And again, I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who I was talking to and they were like, write exactly how you feel. Sometimes you write into yourself. Sometimes you write into the reader. Like somebody that's like might read this. Sometimes it's just a story. Sometimes it's a thought, but don't constrain yourself to a method of writing or a style of writing mm, yeah. and just express. Cause that's all it is. It's expression. So now, are you going to write in there all your true feelings? That's what I'm saying. Cause sometimes so I, I, it could be, it could get deep. like, man, right, let uh, me go back to 2022. My, so my, my old lady, she was watching this show, uh, sex in the city, right? This nigga dies. He dies, and he, not only did he leave some money to his wife, but he left something for his ex as well, and left her a little note, like, you know what I'm saying? This is for you, you know, sorry for the shit I put you through, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, while they're alive, they're not even talking at all, but he dies, boom. She So it's like that. Like, do I want to put everything in my journal so, like, if something happens to me, you so, know my true, true feelings? And then now I'm sitting there looking like, how do I... It's just, it's just trippy. I, I wouldn't want to do that to nobody. I, mean, per, I would just want to just give it to them. So for me, I would for my kids. Like if I had kids, I want my kids or my grandkids to, cause this, and I know this from personal losing like mentors or grandparents. Mm -hmm. There's stuff you don't think to ask while your people are alive. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm always trying to figure out what's the question I want to ask my mom. What's the question I want to ask my dad? And there's just some things you're not going to think about asking until they're gone. But God forbid something happened to my daddy. And I find a journal where that nigga's saying exactly how he feel about me. And he like, man, Elders, I wish he would stop doing that shit. Bitch ass. <laughs> like, I be like, damn, mm -hmm. he could have told me that with our life, but now I know this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? For me, I don't know. I kind of like the next level of I, learning. You know what? So, to, so then, okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I would have to do it like a wheel then. I would have to do a basic journal and then update the journal as I get older. Because, you know, older people, they they just stop giving a fuck, too. <laughs> so, right, let me tell you what really happened. So, yeah, yeah, that's, I I just been reflecting on that, though. Man, January 17th, 2020, I was about to try to somebody. <laughs> That was that wasn't this year, twenty twenty. Oh, 2020. January seventeenth. Like I'm just going through my journal. Right? Oh yeah, I thought you said twenty. I thought you meant this year. I about to say that. No. Bro, I'm just going through my journal. Like, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah. Like it, it just to me, it's a thought. It's access to your mindset. Like, how are you thinking? You know, what I'm saying, how are you really? Uh. Damn, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably will get to writing more, but I definitely been doing better with my pictures. February 13th, 2021. I journaled about the uh <laughs> the dinner. Uh, me and my old lady, we had <laughs> talked about that, too. He was like, damn. Last of the Mohicans, uh, us and John. Me and John. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't make it, man. I definitely didn't. Make it. 
I get yeah, we always talk about did through the crazy. This time I'm actually gonna give y'all a number. Episode eighty three. I gave my girl Beyond Meat for Valentine's Day. Digging a crate. <laughs> like yeah, so now so I think I think journaling is for me it helps me because again, I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, damn, that's that's what I was on. And let me tell you why it's even better. It's another level of potting. Because I love podcasting because I get to hear what my mindset was. Mm-hmm. Like, going back, like, you know a good episode to watch? It should Black Men Exile uh, Tory Lanez. Oh, man. Yeah, go back and pull that one again. Bruh, clip that. Especially especially Bruh. since uh, that new Megan came out. I don't know if you heard that new Meg. Uh-uh. Her new song? What'd she say? Oh, man. She, that, that shit actually sound good, man. She, she giving it up, man. She snapping. She talking about this pussy depressed. Oh <laughs> I ain't, that's real, bro. <laughs> she said, "Y'all, y'all didn't care about me when I got shot." Like she, uh, she, she yeah, I gotta she, hear that she, shit. But the worst part is really who watched me. Every night I cried, I almost died, and nobody close tried to stop it. Long as everybody getting paid, right? Everything'll be okay, right? I'm winning, so nobody tripping. Bet if I ever fall off. Everybody go miss at night. I'm sitting in the dark room thinking. Probably why I always end up drinking. Yes, I'm very depressed. How can somebody so best want to slit their wrist? Shit, I probably bleed out some Pino. When they find me, I'm in Valentino. Hey, you pouring me shots, thinking it's lit. Ha, little did he know. This pussy depressed. I'm about to stress him. Yeah, pink nails around his neck. But this ain't domestic. Hey, think it's going down. Now he's staying corrected. Hey, let me say why I hate this shit. Even in seriousness of suicide, you got to be a hoe. Nah, nah, see, nah, I, I, nah, I, I'll push back a little bit. I think what she, I think what she's saying is this is one of those times where you think she's being a hoe, but she's really fucked up. Like we talk about all the time, like there's some women out here who have these quote unquote dad issues or just, you know, issues period. So you're thinking like, oh yeah. You oh, know, I'm pulling. I, I, you're not pulling this. She's, she's loose. You know what I'm saying? She, Fast. She need to, What's your mama used to call fast. Her. She's fast. You know what? You know, you know, what, you, know you know who she need to talk to? When she rapping like that, she need to go holler at Joe. That's that Joe rap. Oh, nigga. Joe love this song. Yeah. You should have heard his breakdown. That nigga, okay. That nigga okay. talking yeah. about the guitar. Every, he, look, he said the song's so good. Tori got to stay in jail. <laughs> he said, Tori. Sorry, man. <laughs> Whatever she says you did, you did you this did shit. It. <laughs> Damn. 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 See, look. Said, just give me some slaps, man. Nah, man. So like, but the song is pretty good. Like, I, I do. It, it gives me the old Megan vibe. Like, this bitch can rap, and that's what I miss about Megan Stallion. Yeah. See, still go back and listen to the episode, y'all. Listen to that song. Right, but... Yeah, go back and listen to it though, because I mean, we got to save our brother. He had he had another appeal coming up. Yeah, that nigga got the most appeals of anybody. That nigga got Ain't more no... appeals than Trump. And yeah, that nigga. That... Oh sh. Now, Trump getting in the office, he going to pardon Tory Lanez. You heard it here first. I can see it. Well, you know, uh, <clears throat> right now, he is leading Biden in five critical states. Bro, he's, there's so many people. And there's a black boy on MSNBC. He, he's in Nevada. Trump is up by 10, 52 to 41. In Georgia, up by 6, 49 to 43. That's actually closer than I thought it would be. In Arizona, He's up 49 to 44. In Michigan, he's up 48 to 43. In Pennsylvania, 
He's up four. That's crazy. But he's going to win, bro. In uh, Wisconsin, he's up two. Uh, now, Biden is up in Wisconsin. But in five of the six critical states, Trump is winning. Bro, Trump won't win, dog. There's only one thing that Democrats can do to win, and they're not going to do it. So they're going to lose. You got to cut that check. Like you got it, and and you can't just talk reparations. You got to go ahead and say when some checks is gonna get moved because y'all lied to us about that Harriet uh, Harriet Tubman twenty dollar bill. We still ain't seen that. Y'all lying about stupid stuff. And <laughs> hey, you know how your girl be like, you just lied about stupid stuff. I that, can't believe. And y'all finding stupid shit. You know how your girl be like too. Like, you doing stupid shit. And nobody care about uh black women perms and getting prost girls girls women been stopped getting perms. Yeah, like, that's that's the perms. whole thing. Like, bro, cut that check. Y'all giving too many people checks. Um I heard Atlanta, next on the list. Sanctuary City. Coming to a back door near you. Hold on, what? What you mean? What? I was talking about for them uh mm-hmm. for them uh the uh immigrants Margaret. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can see that. I definitely can see that. Yeah. So yeah, that's but that's not gonna do nothing but help you continue to lose because you're spitting in people. Like the fact that Dinkins said, okay, we can find seven million dollars to open up shelters and homes for these people. It's like we don't have seven million dollars for nothing else so, in the city of Atlanta. Really? Like, we see homeless people in Atlanta, bro. Seven and, million dollars. And the thing is, and I'm gonna be real. Yeah, if we just gonna have a real conversation. And I can have this conversation because I've done this work. There are a lot of people that's outside that are homeless that are refusing services to come inside because they either don't want to pay attention to the rules. They don't want the oversight that come. They just not ready for that. I don't know, bro. It's a, it's I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm 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 push back a little bit because I know what you mean. I know, I know fuck, what you mean. Fuck your pushback. No, 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 no. no. I'm I know what you mean. Money on, should be going. No, no, no. I know what you mean on the oversight, but what I'm saying is if you just gave them the same options that you finna give these other people, maybe you could just give them a home without the fucking oversight because who's going to be oversighting what, all these? What I'm saying is, I'm sorry. Mm. That money needs to go going to preventative measures. There are people that's who, just, I, I feel like that's the same thing to me. To like the um the um what they call them the working uh, the working poor no there are not enough money going towards the working poor it's a that, lot of those are the people I'm talking about yeah. who should get that money yeah but yeah. what I'm saying is we're spending a lot of resources on unsheltered uh the unsheltered mm, population okay, give get the terminology you know what right. I'm saying the so right. the unsheltered population I get it you must work I, for nonprofit I sympathize all of that. But the working poor? Yeah, I'm talking about the working poor. Like yeah, the shelter, that's different. Yeah, so yeah, we we on the same page. Like the working way. poor, these people are literally because I'm talking hot- about people who sleeping in their cars yeah, in hotels, hotels yeah. the cars, they're about to leave. Like, bruh, all I'm saying, we gotta. Yeah, that's where our resources gotta start going. No, for real. They're so nice. when I be hearing all that in schools, like. They're clo- they'd be closing down the pools, closing down the rec centers and stuff. Talking about they don't have no money for the people and, and pay the workers to open it. You found yeah. money. That's what I'm saying. You're finding money. Speaking of, man, shout out to everybody that just won the election for school board. Oh, you yeah. Know. We know who won by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you didn't vote, you're part of the problem on that. Yes. Where our money going. So uh, this, ele- but let me tell you, this how no Democrats going to lose. I can tell how the energy of elections on this shit. 
and and I get it. It's school board. People don't normally be excited about school board, but this energy is very telling, bro. Because and, if I come <clears throat> out, hell, bro, you saw what happened when he did a TED talk. Who? Uh, Andre, the oh, mayor. Oh, he did a TED talk, and in the, in the end of the TED talk, somebody was like, "Stop, cop city." Bo, like he can't, you can't go nowhere. So, like to your point, that's why they're not coming out. Cause, um, uh, what's his name? Jamie Harris, the uh Democrat chair. He was at a convention somewhere talking. People got rowdy there. Like, hey, what's up with the reparations? What's up with what y'all doing for black people? So, yeah, they're not coming out to tell you to come vote because you're gonna have to answer to people. Right. You know, is is this one of those situations where, um, I'm just gonna be real. This Pulling out the rappers at the last minute, that trick not gonna work. Oh no, y'all better uh put y'all better pull up to the podcast. <laughs> but, but look, but it's the strategy I see being prepared. You gonna literally gonna give folk money. It's only one nigga that can help the Democrats win. His name is Eldridge Washington. <laughs> Who you talking about? Well that too. I was talking about Kostanak. Bruh. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about I'm I don't know if I want to put a pin on this. All I'm saying is to the Democrats, y'all gotta come up with a better strategy. Yep. Oh, twenty twenty four, like we better start rolling into like this 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 process. I talking about journaling and looking at pictures. I found that picture of when we were out there uh for Stacy the very first time. The very first time. <laughs> well, when we took them just in case pictures. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? And looking at those pictures, I'm like, you know, one thing about it, at that time, Stacey had a better chance. And since that, those times of elections, it's just morale has been getting lower and lower and lower. And a part of me was like, I want to feel like that again. I want to feel like, oh, it's, there might be a chance for somebody. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't even a, it don't, it, it don't ain't no level chance. of excitement. Like, like, fuck Stacey. I want to feel like Obama in 08. I, yeah, I, I want to feel that level of excitement, bro. I ain't got that. I, I, I'm, I, only reason I'm not. You don't only, feel like you'll never go there again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't feel like it'll ever be that again. But that, what I'm saying is, I was on an HBCU campus at the time, bro. My, my president was black. My Lambo was blue, nigga. Like, come on. I want to feel that, and I think to do that, we got to begin to get unorthodox, like this same. That's all it is. It's the same system. That's why it's gonna be twenty twenty. That's that's what that's what Biden. I mean, not Biden. That's what Trump represents. He represents unorthodox. The politics not as usual. Mm. Now the only issue is, you know, it's all that other bigotry shit that come with it. The way he got a that he leverages to get to where he need to be. Mm-hmm. But if we could get that on the other side, where's a motherfucker just being real? Like we always wanted Obama to be like Chris Rock and head of state. Like, <laughs> like we accepted Obama, but if we be real, we wanted Chris Rock. I mean, if you remember Red Estate, he was like, "Man, that ain't right." <laughs> Government, she <gee>, reparation. <laughs> like, <laughs> I asked a girl the other day, "What's what's two plus two? She said twenty two. <laughs> that, that ain't right. <laughs> but my funny thing is, bro, if you listen to that movie when he said that, it's a nigga in the background said, "It is." <laughs> <laughs> See, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, we wanted that. We got Obama, but it was a lot more structured than we thought we were going to. Like, we thought we were going to get. I don't know what we thought. I don't know what we thought. I mean, but just I like how we thought Kamala Harris was going to be like Bernie Mac nah. as VP. 
Because <laughs> she was coming in as a black woman, I'm gonna get you. I, gonna lie, I never thought that about Kamala. She came uh, in like that. Only, only time Kamala fucked me up is when she was like, "Oh, you think I'm gonna do something just for black people?" No. I, I knew when Kamala. <laughs> I knew Kamala was gonna wasn't gonna do what I wanted her to do. When every speech, she a different race. That <laughs> like that part. When she started being a, a fucking a chameleon. <laughs> When she was, and then what? she was talking about I'm an Indian girl yeah, like, celebrating Kwanzaa, yeah. smoking weed with Dr. Drake. Like, come on, man! Right, like when she started doing all that, I was like, okay, yeah, this you did too much. This ain't it. So, and her sorors ain't even excited about her like that because they raised a lot of money for her. The sorors, that was she an AKA? Yeah, yeah. So them AKA came out and raised because I, I I just got into it yesterday with about with one. Oh, because we raised. We were all given nineteen dollars and eight cent the year we were formed, and we raised whoop whoop whoop. Because I was just talking about the irony of, you know, how you look at stuff through a conscious lens. Mm-hmm. The irony of Flavor Flav singing the national anthem, like to Shut go from the fuck to up, go from oh fight the, like everybody looking at it from a funny standpoint. I'm looking at it from the Dude that screamed Fight the Power yes. Yes. is now singing National Anthem. Y'all got to realize how far we have been removed from consciousness and revolutionary. So, like, uh, me and her were going in because I was like, as long as our organizers and leaders are dependent on this capitalistic society, they are always going to be able to be compromised. Because they're like, how did he get there? I was like, it was because of the money. And then I was talking about we need independent institution. That's why every real organizer we cared about was a what? Somewhat of a pastor because that's how they made their own money. So the black church is still our only true independent institution. It ain't our HBCUs. They too, HBCUs are too dependent on federal state money. That ain't, uh, that ain't, uh, independence. The black church has been compromised, but it's still independent. You, you, well, you mean like the independent black churches, not the mega churches? Because any mega church, they sold out too, because they five on one C fours. But what I'm saying is, even in that, like saying Kofi, they can they can be independent like a church like that. But like world you, changes can never. Push. Yes, you can. What? Yes, you can. He couldn't even. It's, he can't even say nothing about politics. He don't want to. No, he can't. Like he's they. He, they can't. You don't have now as a five hundred one c three. You cannot advocate for a candidate, but you can advocate for an issue. So if you really just got a candidate that has a platform, you go for that platform, and that platform will insinuate a candidate. There's nothing wrong with going for a platform or going for an issue or a cause. These pastors just not political like that. They're not trying to do that, but they could do that. So what I'm saying is. There are not enough institutions that are of independence. So the old girl said, um, she said, well, the divine nine, we independent. And the argument, and I want to know your opinion, because you divine nine. And I said, the reason why I disagree with that, because the nine nine power comes from his membership. Most of the powerful memberships are connected to corporate America. So it's still. If you want to know the truth, because I've thought about exactly what you said. Uh, now I feel like independent churches, but I feel like the mega churches can never do it because of that five hundred one c three. Like that was a new thing that they put in place 
they can't talk like those heavy politics like Martin Luther King them could talk. Because like once you get to that status, like T D Jakes can never lead that movement. Like there's But here's the thing, bro. Small church has Sankofa has a five one C three. Like you're saying, you can rally around a policy, but that's not gonna push the politics the way you need it to push. I disagree. Right, that you can't do it. Like they're prohibited from addressing. What like, else? What they'll, else? They'll lose their tax exempt status, and none of those churches are trying to lose them tax exempt statuses. And what I'm saying is, you don't have to say vote for a candidate. Then how are you going to get the people to move? You can say vote for what the candidate stands for. The issue is, we don't have candidates that have clear stances that represent what excites black people. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no candidate that's running on a reparation platform. It ain't no candidate that's running on a real police for reform platform. It ain't a candidate running on stuff that black people understand and are passionate about. So, but if you as a pastor or a church, because you got to realize, bro, it's a reason why you don't run an election without an elect, a politician going to the churches and talking. Truthfully, I, I feel like there's no organization. No organization is going to be able to push things as long as they're classified, as long as they're classified as nonprofit. So to answer your question about Divine Nine, no, Divine Nine also couldn't do it because they're nonprofit. Now, what could happen, though, is that individuals would have to do it. You get what I'm saying? But as far as like, oh, AKA is coming out and saying this, uh, Sigma's coming out and saying this. Nah, they're just like the churches. They're nonprofit. And so this- can you get behind a policy? And this uh, and this yeah, is why a but, church. This is why, because a a pastor can say whatever he want to say, as long as he's not in his pulpit. So, uh, mm. TD TD bruh, TD Jace can literally stand on any stage in America and say vote for this candidate, as long as he's not on his pulpit. He can't say that's the only issue. What? This, so the, this, because the know, pastor you know, is not you know, the, the church. Issue is, the issue is going to be when that happens, and the first time he gets a smack on the wrist. Will they stop or not? Because I have a strong belief that I understand what you're saying, but because they ain't really been done, it's like what's going on with all these uh, tax scams and all this shit, all these financial loopholes. Black people getting caught up because we're trying to do basically loopholes I'm in not, the rule, I'm not and they're telling closing you, loopholes. I'm not telling I'm you. I'm thinking that loophole will work. But what what will happen when they close that loophole? It's That's, not a loophole. So this this is what all. you mean. If if I can't back a candidate, my church can't. My organization can't. Exactly. So, but I'm not my church and I'm not so my you organization. Are like, when you're like the president of an organization where you're like the leader of an organization. You like it's, it's, organization. Pri- it's prime example when Richard Rose wrote the letter against, uh, uh, Kasim Reed was one of the, who's Richard Rose. So Richard Rose is the president of NAACP Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were like three major things that happened that really stopped Reed from getting into office. Number one, I would argue that it was uh, Shirley Franklin, former mayor, known to be his mentor, and someone that was verbally from the beginning standing up against him. So I think she swayed a lot of votes. Number two, Richard Rose sent out a letter on the in an email from the NAACP letterhead and to their database saying, this is why we can't support this man. If he would have sent that from a Richard Rose email, personal email, and he would have said that, he wouldn't have had no problem. Only reason he got in trouble because he did it as the organization and representing the organization. But that's what I'm so, saying. You're, what, what I'm saying is the loophole that you're saying, yeah, we could lose that loophole. 
But ultimately, the church ain't going to be the place because the church ain't even right enough for me well, to be Well, I'm agreeing with you on that, but yeah. I'm saying the church is the only institution that we have control over that could be right. There's no other institution. Mm. Name one. I, I would I would defer to say that you can move. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in both. You just have to move from within because, like, none, I don't think none of none of the big organizations, none of the big churches would do it. Or like, what's people in the church? Like, if I'm going to church every Sunday and I'm meeting with you, I'm telling you, hey, this will be on. And but we get but enough of us to be on it. But that's the only way. To, that's the only way but, we can but, do but it. But the next question is, what structure can that be in? And let, I think the best kind of structure might be like a black man lab, like how that structure, not as traditional as the church right but still meeting still organizing but not uh not the old ties of like and this, the NAACP so something like it would have to be new so, so I think black man lab is something that's the most and that's what I'm saying you, you I, feel me on that I feel you on that but when I talk about massive quick how do we push our people forward or organize no no I, I get what I get what you're saying what I'm saying though the churches aren't the same anymore. People aren't in them anymore, and they're not even right enough anymore. No, it's like, people it's, in them, bro. What people in them? Right, people are going to church, bro. Black people, you stop going to church. Black people did not stop going to church, dog. Bro, I'm talking about what? No, 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 no. What church you talking about that's, that's giving you a revolutionary message? But St. Kofa is. Um, what's nah, the first, I Icon- that, first Iconian does? But what I'm saying but like, is, I'm a uh, we're, victory we're, doing that. We're shit. we're agreeing yeah. that churches are not giving that message. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if we had to look at what platform could be the platform for catalyst change, it still is the church. Could is the big word okay, because so, so, so because so your leader we but, had to choose which institution to run with. You, you're saying you would run with the church you because the, church. the leader is getting his money independently. Every other organization is getting money directly from the system. Okay, so then I'll meet you right there in the middle. I believe the church where the pastor is getting independent money, yes. But anytime that pastor is getting outside money, endorsements, speaking engagements, blase blue, that might not work. But if the if, if the church is supporting the pastor, the pastor is being ind- independently supported, yeah. Like, yeah. Because but if they got a the, book deal with Simon & Schuster, you can't talk politics because your your contract. I get, I get that, but yeah. what I'm saying is, if we had to look at an institution yeah, with I the agree. numbers, I agree with you. And the independence, it would be the church. If it's yeah, if it's an independent church, yes, a lot of these churches don't get independent no more. Right, you know what I'm saying. A lot of these pastors are selling themselves out to other deals. Right. So, you know and, and a lot of these pastors don't want to do that anyway. So there's that. That's why we're not there because a lot of these pastors they ain't trying to do that. That ain't even, and then I, all right, going back to how we even got on this whole thing, because somebody was like, how do how does Flavor Fave get from me and fight the power to singing the national anthem? They were like, it's money, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, because if the issue the issue is, this is a thankless job being an organizer, community organizer. I'm like a lot of the people getting sold out because the people don't really be taking care of the people that's taking care of them. Like, if we really took care of the people that's taking care of us, it wouldn't be so many broke organizers out here. Folk don't be, like, showing up to city council meetings, show, organizing protests, doing phone banking. That shit it's, ain't it's, free. It's, it's a it's a mixed bag because you're the ones that are supporting you 
you know if you're also in it in a sense, right? Like you talk about this in the, uh, on the pod before. That's why I say it's a it's, thankless it's, job it's like because a, you're fighting for people that don't even know they need fighting for. No, no, no. I'm, talk, I'm talking about, well, I was saying that to say the other issue though is you can't get money as an activist, but then you're going to sell the people out. All in all, but you issue, don't. What you mean? You don't have to if the people understood the value of what you were doing but, and they took care of you. But that's what I'm saying. The people that are going to take care of you aren't even coming outside to even know that you're fighting for them because the fight. And this, that's, this, and look, and look, and no, look, stay, stay right there, stay no, right there. This, and that is why no, no, I but, say. But the, the last part though, the issue is that fight that used to happen. Who, what change happens from what fight that really trickles down to the people, how it used to. The last time I seen somebody fight that it meant something for people was like when you and Derek did that railroad thing. And that was actually a fight. And it stops some stuff that really helps some people. But like what outside of that, like what in general, if you're a general person and you don't so know like, who's fighting for what, I th- who's fighting for what is going to trickle down to help me and my babies eat. You think about organizations like Women on the Rise and they only focus on incarcerated women, right? Women in jail and stuff. They were one of the leading organizations that got Keisha Lance Bottom to sign the legislation to close the jail down and turn it into a facility of resources for the community. But that's a fight most people didn't know about. It's a fight most people didn't donate no, to. The, but the next step, right? So you shut it down, make it a place for resources for the community. Then when does the community know that this place is now for resources so that way we can use it? So it's almost like a library, right? Have you ever been to a local library? I've I get seen it. it. I've seen it happen a lot of times at local libraries because I'm an avid goer, right? But see the local library? If they need renovations and they need something new, the people who come to the library don't mind donating, don't mind helping, don't mind giving in and pitching in. So they see that, oh, damn, the library is breaking down. Let's go help. But you have to go there to know. So when these resources come about, does the community know? Does it get, you know, filtered so, down? Or, or is it bottlenecked <clears throat> at the top where, like, you know, and the, the thing is, when we have to be real about the shadiness that's in some of these churches and nonprofits, too, that have gotten worse. Un- I, like, I, I think I think what we're talking about is like a snake eating the tail because like the people need to help the people so they don't have to sell out right so they can continue helping people but if the people barely have enough money like disposable income to even help those people then those people have to go sell out and you're telling yourself well I'm gonna sell out real quick and I'll come right back but you rarely do what I'm saying is and now you're riding around the, the Cadillac mo- commercial what, I, what I'm saying is the money is there the money is there. We just ain't prioritizing. We ain't saying we got to make these people millionaires. Well, we, I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying no. you have to make these people a, a decent living. Yeah, I ain't saying millionaire. A millionaire not decent living. I'm saying there is a possibility to get the money that we think our leaders could get from us. Because we spend it. The numbers show it. We spend it and we we do it, but we don't prioritize it. All I'm, all I'm saying is, which going back to what I said before, the reason why the church is the platform that is the most, the infrastructure is there. Although there, the mindset is probably not there. You know what I'm saying? The mentality is probably not there, but the infrastructure is a mass group of people that are majority black that show up regularly. They show up regularly. They understand and respect the leadership of this, this leader and they give resources so this leader can independently focus on this mass. I, th- I think you're. I think you're 
talking about a glorified church. Like I, I like the church that you're describing because I've been to church with you. That's your church. But a lot of these churches being a scandal. Hell, they just popped off a scandal out there in Marietta. Like but I'm not saying I, I, I get no, that, no, but what well, I'm saying, but is, what I'm saying is you need the mat because what you're talking about, you need more people to come in to support that. So like, how do we get, how do we weed some of that shit out to build the trust back up in those institutions? Cause that's what I'm talking about. And again, There's a lack of trust in the institution. That, that's why I said the mindset and the mentality. Not that you just got to get better. You got to get better leaders in this thing. I wish it could be done without that. I'm just saying right now, that's ready. What's a ready platform rather than be all the way from scratch. There is. Well, if if you really wanted the truth, then I, be, I believe more in the frats than the church, but that's just because I'm in it. Okay. And, 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 I, and I'm not in it. And the only so, reason why I say that is because outside of what you mean with the independent money, because I don't, if I'm going currently right within the next two, three months, I don't believe there's really that many independent churches. A lot of these churches either sold out, ain't right. Big churches. They don't want to focus on quote unquote, uh, grassroots black issues, right. Mm -hmm. Versus the divine nine. One thing I do know that they will have our conclaves, our meetings. And despite having an emotional feeling or whatnot, if they vote and the vote is now, Hey, we are all going to focus on this one issue. Despite what you might think, majority rules. So you just, get, it's almost like being a soldier. So yeah. now you have these so because I think what you're talking about with the church, you still got to get people to believe in it. With the frats and the sororities, they already believed in it. They just got to move. Like, we met up at this conclave. We are now saying we're pushing reparations from now until then. This is all that we're on. So why don't Divine and I push reparations? Oh, well, the same reason about the church is leadership. But because it's more political in the frats, you can move your way up. You can be the president of the frat and get the whole frat to move before I feel like you can become leader of a church. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. There's some niggas already like making their little bit of ways up there. Yeah. Like you can build up a church before you can go up to Divine Nine and become the leader and push Divine Nine to push reparation. You think you think Divine Nine will push reparation before church? Yeah. I th I think so. I think you could. To like, to like, to like, yeah, to, I'm talking about a strong movement. I'm not talking about like this one chapter, one church. I'm talking about like, uh, the, the brothers of Phi Beta Sigma are now pushing for reparations. I think that will happen before you can get like all the Christians, <clears throat> the leadership, the, you know, Baptist leadership con convention. Baptist say. leadership versus Beta Brothers. Who could, who, who could we get the organization to push this agenda first? You saying, I'm not in it, so I don't. I, know. I would say I would say the frats, and, and I and, 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 and I can't admit I, I would my, be my unfamiliarity is the lack of confidence. Well, I and, would say that, and and I also say that because I know they're going to go hand in hand as well. So I'm saying that to say like they really should work in tandem because you got a lot of <clears throat> churchgoers, preachers that are also in divine. Like you're, you're pre like <laughs> I, I damn near a lot of preachers I know are both divine nine as well. So I feel like it could go. In tandem, I just know the Divine Nine will have you with more available resources because a lot of time with the churches, those are like the to be active in Divine Nine. That means you already are paying your dues and your alumni. Like I'm not even fully active, right? right? And part of my reason is not having dues sometimes and wanting to be more political and more grassroots than what they're pushing, right? right. But like me, and my friend, brother, we were talking about the other day, he was like. Keith, the time is now because a lot of brothers are feeling like you, but you got to put it on the table and 
get it voted on and you know, like Robert's Rules of Orders. Right. Boom. I done been there and done that. So that's easy to me. But I feel like they should work in tandem. I think to answer your question, the church in the Divine Nine, if they weren't in tandem to push our issues, we could change. I just think that Divine Nine has that bougie, uh bougie, bourgeois, fake ass nigga problem. And there's a there's a mistrust going on in the churches. Yeah, so and the church got that bourgeois problem too. Because, but again, a lot goes just going back. You think church got bourgeois problem? Oh, hell yeah. You ever been to Ebenezer? Okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's just not every church, but it's it's, it's yeah. churches like that. You know what I'm saying? That's if I wanted to go rub shoulders with a lot of yeah. Hell, Warnock is your pastor. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he alpha. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it work in tandem. That's what I'm saying. It all work in tandem. But outside of all of that, really the only thing that can really push is these lower level grassroots organizations. But, but, but I get why Man Lab, I get why grassroots. leaders stop doing it though. I get why you pushing this shit, you showing an Audi meeting, you passionate, you yelling, and you got there on a soapbox while people walking by and your lights getting turned off. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that's why. And then you got white organizers who are coming from funded organizations Mm -hmm. showing up to the same protest you showing up to, but they got a salary. And you sitting here volunteering and they getting paid $25, $30 an hour to be out there and holding this sign that you holding for free. I, I also feel like media and independent media is just another avenue as well having people supported through those avenues and building up the grassroots because if black people just remain on one issue, if we only just worried about reparations, once we get that one issue done, all the other issues would take care of itself. You get reparations, you know how much more we could be pushing in nonprofits and all this and all these other smaller issues that we feel that but niggas is trying to eat. You know what I'm saying? Niggas mm-hmm. barely got money. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Do I have this to push? Also, too, they always tell you, work on your family first, right? So before I even step out into the community, right. am I good? Is my family good? If we are barely eating, I, you, I, you know what I'm saying? And that's why, that's why you, you got to fortify yourself. You it's the fo- same thing for the frat shit, too, because I had old school tell me that, too. Like, hey, you join the frat, that's cool, but alumni, like, we talking about alumni grad chapter? Hey, make sure you straight at home and stuff first before you try to break your back and pay some dues to be, be a part of this. Because it's almost like a privilege. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I almost feel like that's where we are in America. Anything outside of your basic necessity needs is considered a privilege. And sometimes the average person thinks it's a privilege to have the community organized. And we have to bring that community organizing mm-hmm. back home. And so I think I just taught myself into being on, on board with you. I think I just taught myself into being on board with you to, <laughs> in, in that statement. Yeah. When I just made that statement, it, it, yeah. Because community feels closer to church. Like if any, if all else fails, if I see a local church, I'm pull up. I can pull up. <clears throat> and if there's the right people in there, I ain't have to have my membership yeah. dues to show up, and I can be a part of. It. Now I get it. The mentality and the mindset got to be right of this church, but it is the one institution that we could leverage if we it's if we enough. work this shit out. This could be, the, but it's so much hurt in there. It's a far gap. It's a gap of distress. It's a gap of hurt. It's a gap of uh, misinformation. Misinformation. It's 
I it's, mean, if I walk into the black church and you get the white Jesus automatically, yeah, so I'm gonna turn around. So it's a big, <laughs> it's a big gap, but it's such a great institution that we've seen do so much yeah, historically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I I'd be interested. In Which that. is why I said before what I said when I got on the mic. I said I'm about to go back to Sankofa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they back. This is the first time they've been back since uh COVID. And then I even like the format they going at it. Like they're worshiping first, second, and fourth Sunday. Mm-hmm. But third Sunday, hold on, let me let me make sure I say it right. Um let me make sure I say it right because when I seen it, I was like, you know what? Cause I'll be real, uh, online church, I could never get down with that. It just wasn't gonna work. But uh, they they worship in first, third, and fourth Sunday, but every second Sunday they do a service project. So I even liked that format. You know what I'm saying? That every first, second, uh, every first, third, and fourth Sunday you worshiping in church. Every second Sunday of the month you're doing some type of uh service project with a congregation. Mm-hmm. That to me puts you in that regular process of work. It puts your church in, a, you know what I'm saying? I, I think ultimately what you're saying though is find an institution. Church is probably the easiest, lower barrier institution, but there's others, there's schools, there's organizations. But you have to find, I think the church is where you get that word from. That's why I said something about media too, because you can listen to the right person on YouTube. You, hell, you can listen to this podcast and get inspired and be like, you know what? I want to go and do this because the more and more we having this conversation, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I think it's, the, I think it's about your personal conviction and then taking that into your institution. Right. right? That's, and that's what my friend brother was talking about. Like, and it's a fight. And I think that's the thing too. People have to realize the fight in the community could be the internal fight that you have to fight in the institution. Right. Like reparations is the right movement. Right. I, yeah, niggas can turn you off and make you not want to be in the church. If you taught reparations here, okay, cool. I'll find a church that talks reparations. Okay, y'all don't want to talk reparations in this organization? I'll find a chapter that does, but you got to just push through and find those like-minded people, and eventually it'll push through. I just think that we're, man, me and my dad were just talking about this. Society right now has this on an individual mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and what we're seeing is kind of like, who can you trust, right? If I'm if I fall back, if I look if I put my shit into this person, I find out they done sold us out, right? right? Hell, the nigga from the crypto FTX, he just got locked up. Okay. I mean, and that was a bit the nigga bought the crypto arena in LA. Like you thought it was a legit thing. It's not. Like, even when it comes down to that. So it's like, okay, if all that's failing, hell, if my own government institution feels like it's failing, right? Right. Let me just fall back to what I can do individually. And then you look out on the media space and it kind of looks like you have individuals doing it. While this one person is popular, it's another one person that's popular, another one person, and not realizing they have a whole team. Right? right. So it's like we're all being tricked into thinking that we need to be individuals, but we really need to be doubling down and coming together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where we can come together in whatever institution. So. Now yeah, the the, me, the the media is definitely one that we got to really begin. Like that's a whole nother, like I said, we got to begin to support um leaders who are doing the right thing. We got to begin to support media platforms that are putting out the propaganda that support where we need to go as a people. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Because going back to uh, the Casa Not situation, like I be trying to watch stuff and take off my old man lens. You know what I'm saying? I got an old man lens that I, because I hear myself saying young nigga all the time. We're like, you know what? You know what happened? <clears throat> I recorded that podcast with them young boys. And they they brought me out that shit. Like what? when we doing the Who Gave the Boys a podcast? Yeah, like coming coming in here every week and just hearing them niggas and being around that. Well, that let me know. That was helpful, but it let me know. Um, it made me understand the elders. Oh, that too, though. No, no, don't get me wrong. It definitely makes me understand the elders, but it makes me understand where they're coming from as well, and it lets me know what my role is in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we aren't our elders, and we're not these young niggas. Our generation, like, where we're at with it, we have that specific knowledge of, like, Oh, like you, like you say this all the time. The elders that you've been exposed to, people are not really realizing how much wealth of knowledge that is. And when yeah. it's all said and done, you will be the only one left behind with some of this knowledge that you can translate it to the young people because young people listen to podcasts now. Young people are on the internet now. The old school people, they're not on IG. Like Derek should have a Twitter following out in this world. Almost like how the minister used to have before they kicked him off, right? Mm-hmm. But he ain't tech savvy. Right. You I'm can, working on it. But you can, though, with all the same knowledge being poured into it, then you trickle that down to the next young person who has that. You so, know what I'm saying? The issue, like, I be sitting here, young people can't answer the question why enough for me. Like, just ask young people why. Why what? anything why you listen to this or why you like that or why like it's very much a i'm just this just you know what i'm saying like i want you to show me the math you know how your math teacher be like show me the show me the work mm-hmm. like show me the work in your mindset how you got to the process to make that decision it can't just be you made it's, the decision it's funny you use that analogy because that's one of the things that used to irk me in math like, bro, why the fuck do I got to show you this work? Like, this is the answer. This, like, I, Because this, I want to make sure you're not just getting it from somebody else. No, no, one, one, I, you see, it's just me here. But one one reason, I want to make sure you're just not getting it from nobody else, right? Because it's easy to copy and regurgitate. Now, will you take it if they at least showed you the work once or twice? Do I have to show you the work anymore after that? Sometimes, even in the process of the work, it's helping me as an instructor teach other people like you, you know what I'm saying? That don't know the work. Like, I, I like that you use the math analogy to, to describe this. Cause that's how I look at these young niggas, like how I used to look at math. But I used to look at it the same way. Like the reason why you don't want to show me the work is because it seems remedial, right? So, okay. You don't want to show me the work because it's remedial. Let's, let's challenge you. Let's step it up. Uh, I think you're not showing me the work. Me personally, I think you're not showing me the work cause you copying somebody else's paper. Hmm. Okay, I don't. I don't think I, you know. See, and I, I'm only engaging. For me, I feel like I can only engage with these. Like even, even with the with the wolves. One thing I liked about the wolves, they all seem individualistic because I didn't see niggas in the same age bracket copying. But right? look, it, it, it's a well. I can even get to them because half the shit I used to be beating their head in, half of them doing whatever telling them they asked to do in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when I think about Casanat. Why, I get you're a streamer, mm-hmm. but why in jail? Oh, why was he streaming from jail? Yeah, like, why do the jail 
thing. I just want to know, like, what's the thought process? Oh, just another place to stream because I don't want to go to real jail. Everybody, everybody was saying I should go to jail for the bullshit I did. Let me pretend like I'm in jail. Let me not do the same because you also have to think about it's like podcasting, right? We've been podcasting 250 episodes by now, right? Coming up on a whole five years. So we've seen podcasting. There's some things that stayed the same in podcasting. Like we were doing those little clips and stuff. Clips didn't go nowhere, right? Right. But like microphones have changed. Right. Mixers have changed. Then video came in. You remember when we first started podding, video started cranking up. I wasn't even trying to fuck with the video. Now, got to have video. Right. You look at podcasts now, these boys be like Lil Yachty them podcasts. They be holding the shore mic, laying in the bed. They just trying to do it different. Like the funny Marco nigga. Like everybody's. Right. So it's like, okay a different way of doing it. So if I'm a live streaming, ain't but so much live streaming gonna keep looking at me like this. Ain't but so much of this. But why the jail? It's a new environment. T- niggas on TikTok in jail going ham. We, we could have been anywhere. See, the thing is... We, we, we could have been anywhere, the, but where but where else would have been exciting? The, the issue the issue is... Where else would have been exciting? But, well, that's, that's the... So this, is, again, this is the thought process in me. And then I'll be like, man, this is the reason why... I don't think I'm never going to reach the trend like level of shit because how my mind works. Like to me, it's too many brothers and sisters that's incarcerated for real. Mm-hmm. And this shit already being looked at like a game. Like little niggas, like this case we were just talking about before we got on the mic with uh uh attorney Durante Partridge, mm-hmm. his candidate, I mean his client that would not take a deal. You know what I'm saying? Facing 90 years. Like, Young Thug, everybody, his own blood brother, everybody took a deal. And Thug them ain't even paying for lawyer fees. Like, everybody out here, every man for himself, and you about to take 100 years, right? Mm-hmm. So he finally pleaded a deal. But I'm saying, like, it's almost, I feel like these young people looking at jail now, like, it's a joke. Like, it ain't serious in the first place. It, it ain't real. So I couldn't make content to almost continue that narrative. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I, and I understand what you're saying, but it would be different if it was like the, his, his, his playing jail like that seems way more lower level to me than like, some of the music and some of like the influences it, we talked about. Before. It is, but because of, because just because of how they were joking about it the whole time, like it was a joke the whole time. It was clearly and a and set. It, and again, and, and, but here's here's the thing. And, and for me, because of the kind of parent I am, it gives it's everything is a teaching moment for me. So I see I don't know how everybody else is raising their kids as far as like being exposed to shit. Mm-hmm. Every time my child is exposed to some shit, I'm like, hey, think think it through, right? They're in jail. That also gives me a chance to say, so you see how much fun they having? You think that's not what the fuck it really is? You hear what I'm saying? They're I, doing that just to have fun. Don't don't let that get you caught up. And then you know you show them a scared straight type of situation. Sixty days in, like they they put jail I, on TV. I get that, but again, it's one of those situations. And again, I'm trying to take my old man lens. I I, I get. I'm looking at it. Like the, you, the if angry you take old, old, if you take it old man lens often look at it just like music. See, you don't watch, you didn't watch Snowfall, you don't watch Power no more. See, you're past it. 
You get what I'm saying? So the fact that you don't even watch Snowfall and you weren't even trying to see the ending of it, you're already past it. So this jail shit that Kai that shit doing seems stupid as fuck to you. That's a, that's right on brand. And it's like... But the same niggas, I can watch Power, I can see this Kai Sinat shit because it's all entertainment. It is all entertainment, but it's not. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be entertained by the stuff that I really don't agree with. Yeah, I mean, with. like, I didn't watch the whole stream, right? But I mean, I the clips, it. I mean, I'm on social media. You can't not yeah. watch it. Like, I'm not, and I think 90% of the people our age only know Kai from, from clips. clips. Yeah, we don't watch Ain't nobody clips. going to no real Discord, wherever he's streaming. Like, yeah, I barely can work Discord. So, right. Yeah. So, I get that. But even watching, I'm like, bro, this young dude got so much power, man. He got so much influence. And to know that influence is never going to be used for, like, the progression of us. Yeah. That's that's the heavy load for me. You know, that's the old man in me, like, you got so much potential, young man. Well, well, unfortunately for me, what what it does is, is, is helping me you know, full circle, right? So now that I'm 37, it's helping me realize that from 17 till now, about 20 years, you know, I love, everybody know I love my dad, I love my mom, I love my parents, but been, I, been out here by myself, filling out my college applications, working, getting a car, driving myself to my school, moving myself in. 20 years of what I'm thinking adults should be doing or grown people should be doing or thinking this is what's really going on or this nigga really shot that person. This person's really making money from it. Like you just get caught up in because nobody's telling you like, Oh, that's fake. Oh, which, that's... which brings me to my other point. I'm but, glad you said that. But, that, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so now it's like, I don't think the, now that I know the truth about it, the issue is we've been sold a bill of goods from the beginning, like especially our generation. Like, we watching the Jay-Z, the Diddy's, and all of them and thinking, like, money ain't a thing. And then fast forward, and now they're even telling you, you know what, I, I think I sold y'all out. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Dame Dad said he feel like he got karma coming back sometimes because of what he did to our people. We didn't know that because we thinking that but, was the way. But look, bro, that's... That's why you think this, the church is going to help? But look, no, no, listen. Oh. This is what I'm saying. This is how I think about this shit all the time, like, I remember doing all that shit, wanting to be a part of G unit, getting locked up, trying to do G unit shit. Like, and then one day you click and grow up because you know what happens? You probably are broke and you're like, you know, I got to get my life together. You know what I'm saying? Well that, or you try to do some of that shit and you realize, Oh no, like you find out the whole real but, story, but, but look, we got information now. Exactly. But you got to go. We didn't have you gotta, JT, keep JT the pocket watching. But check this out. Up. Check this out though. You, because, but a lot of it has to do with economics too. Cause you know, I want to get older. I need to start getting a job. I need to start getting, I ain't got to get money. Now you get millions, thousands for doing this childish shit online. It's like the, 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 uh, the phenomenon that we had or the, uh, uh, epiphany that we had about adulthood and livelihood and making money and surviving they are never going to have it because they making more than we were making or making more than we making now doing that same childish shit. They always do. The motherfuckers never grow, but 
But I'm and, and, okay. But what I'm saying to your point is that what we're missing is that top tier line level of leadership, mentorship, like you know, MLK being cool with the Harry Belafonte, right? We don't have the mixture no more because the Al Sharpton want to be just as cool as Jay Z. He want to kick it with Obama. Tamika Malley want to ride in the Cadillac. Like you know, the people who are quote unquote supposed to be the leaders. They selling out. And then the other side, there is a faction of black grassroots people moving on the internet. Like you got the Tariq and the She's and all them. But even some of what they're coming from sounds Michi X. Like you got you got some people on the grassroots doing some stuff and, and, and they're in, show shit. They're independently stuff, but they but they're moving people. See, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like masses of people being moved is masses of people being moved. I think it just boils down to the message. So whether that message comes from in the church, on the internet, at the frat meeting, like you just got to be strong in your conviction and move. And but, that's how to be. And, and even with the streaming niggas, like that's what we're realizing. It's still the same. And, and that, that, saying, that one basic principle is still the same I'll, as far as the movement. I, and I get that. But what I'm saying is that's our new institutions. So that's where the masses of our people going to flow. Now, I, now, one institution I think that could work is the Urban League. I think Urban League could work. Yeah. But Based on what they talked about, the resources and everything that's lined up, I feel like Urban League could work. I feel like it's, it's a slept-on institution. So the Urban League got to spend that check and get you a car and try to get him to – because one thing about them folk, they're going to get them – they're going to use car to do whatever they want them to do. If they see Kai got the power, you know what? Let's pay him to endorse this. I don't. Yeah. I don't be looking at his endorsements, so I don't know who he's talking to. But well, he don't really endorse like that. It's actually one of his issues. That's why Offset didn't come to the stream because Kai. You know, Offset did all that shit with Kai when the album came out. Kai gave him a bad review. Mm, he Offset. said it was me. He said it was me. Yeah. So the Offset like, well, ain't coming to the stream. So like even even in that, see these niggas are just young. All Ain't, this shit is new. And the young boy don't like the young generation do not. They so transactional. Yeah. Well, they they so transactional, that's, and that's the, they don't have no sense of re- relationship. And, and real talk that and and that's what that's I mean. that individualism. That's the individualism, but that's also what I mean by like coming down to the level, right? If if our generation, if we do what we got to do and we get the bad the right way, then fuck it. Here goes $10,000, Kai, to promote the positive shit. And in that conversation, in this transaction, they'll hopefully be enlightened. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find the right analogy. Because you, you know how... <laughs> you're hoping that it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta pay two times. <laughs> At least, oh, but that's what I'm saying. But same concept though. You yeah. you, you do transactional because that's where they at with it. I just, but hopefully when they come into the fold, after you being transactional, they realize, oh no, this is where I need to be. And that's all I'm saying. I just be wanting you to show the math. Like, like it's just too much we dealing with with people dying in jail. Like we're watching a video every day of another person dying and you, in jail. And you, and you gotta connect the dots too. That's the other thing for the young generation. You do have to connect these dots. Their dots don't get connected until somebody gets fucked up or but, locked but up. That's or, what, but what I'm saying is, I'm like, it ain't no way you're seeing this news and how people dying every day in jail. And you thinking this shit okay to just 
You could do that stream anywhere. Why jail? And to me, putting on my tinfoil koofy, you know, that's what I go to. T- like, you got to, sh- that's why I say you got to show me the math. Because if you don't show me the math, my tinfoil koofy start doing the math for you. And I'm like, who's getting him to go to this jail? Oh, well, so, yeah. So they are undermining the issues that are happening in jail For sure. and thinking this shit is all a game, but our people are literally dying. Somebody just died of fucking bed bugs. Yeah. In in fucking Rockdale, I think that was like somebody But that's why you have to connect the dots. Like I look, I agree a thousand percent with what you're saying. And I'm thinking that too, right? Kanye's tell us who sponsored because that's a set. Where they was at was a movie set. Yeah, so I'm so somebody just, sponsored that. I'm just figuring out so like, who why the, the jail? Yeah, like show me the map. Like, why are you? And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to. Yes, yeah, that was funny. Uh, your boy, uh, uh, Drewski, hilarious. You know, coming mm-hmm, like uh, this shit, hilarious, bro. I seen my boy, uh, DC World, whatever the uh, dude that be like, give me your RDC, ring, RDC. Yeah, yeah he R- was in there. Yeah. I seen RDC. These dudes are hilarious. Y'all are getting more eyeballs than ever. But why the jail? Why we're in the state that we're in? And 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 listen, you're right. But this is where the media can combat that. Um, shout out to FD Signifier. I'm gonna put put one of his links in the description. Hell, even uh, Lonnie Think Peace tribe. Yeah, like those guys who are doing these video essays and putting it all together and connecting dots for people. Look at the views. The views hit 100K, right. 200K. Right. So people are watching. So to your point, that might have happened with Kai. But since we have our own media platform, it's up to us to put the dots together for him. Right. right. Because then he'll see it. it. Listen, I listen to so many podcasts now and so many people. Everybody is finding everything that's going viral. Like I heard Joe mention it. I heard Cam mention it. I heard a raw room mention Like, all these, if it, if if it's good enough and it's gonna reach the masses, it'll go viral and the people will find it. Right. And those are that's how we gotta combat it for right now, right? I like the, what you're saying about the church. I think that if we get the work done now, we need to start working on the church because at the end of the day, we're going to need a physical place, a physical be- building, something offline. Because when they shut the shit down online, you and know, if they shut the YouTube's down, if they shut, right, those will be the only places. That will be owned by us. So I agree with you, but it has to be all in tandem. And and uh, just going to like you know this whole concept of uh, like you said the churches and us uh, <clears throat> owning our own, us actually owning our own narrative. Like I just be thinking about this shit, man. I was sitting here watching it, and I was like. Man, social media be fucking us up. Like, there's this thread right now, real controversial thread, of a girl talking about how social media is affecting young girls. Mm-hmm. And she posted, she found all these clips of like nine year old, thirteen year old girls twerking, and she posting the video every in the thread, and she comment like, "How are they learning this? Where are they seeing? You know what I'm saying?" And everybody like, "Oh, you need to take this shit down. This shit is bad. You shouldn't be posting it." And it's a it's a cringy thread because you seeing young black girls doing everything they seeing these grown women do online. It's funny you said that because Bow Wow's daughter just came out and said in the Northwest too. It's a lot of like young teenage girl celebrities that are coming out telling their parents, "Hey, don't post me no more." 
I don't want to be on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to because it's coming with all of this. I see somebody post something and it's half and half because a lot of the times it'd be the fucking parents, right? Like, cause I see a lot of mamas twerking with the, the young kids. daughters and they're doing it playfully, right? It'd be like a little funny twerk. And then they get down and start really twerking. You see ass moving. And that's when the kids are always like, mom, you're doing too much. Right. But then that playful turns into, oh, well I can twerk too. Even to the point where one, I, it was one video, this lady was playing twerking. Her daughter was in the video. I think her daughter has to be like 12 or 13, but her daughter did look grown, like eight, maybe 18, 19, because, you know, they could look older. So in the comments at the bottom, the mom puts, and mind y'all, she's 12, so don't be putting no comments, da 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 But why would you, you even post a fucking up. video? Like, take the that, fucking video down. Because it's a money, nigga who man. don't give a fuck about, like, but going IG back, is paying. Twitter going is back, paying. Going back to that money, our people, like, doing anything for money. And I seen an article the other day. It ain't just like with parents; it's relationship. I seen an article where they were like relationships are more happy with people that don't post. Scientifically proven, mm-hmm. you don't post your relationship; those couples are more happy. And the ones that know, because I've been in situations with sisters that post, and because they're posting because they want to craft their narrative to their friends and their network. And I'm like, and it almost be like, hold on. You looking at the caption and you were like, damn, I was there and it wasn't that fun. <laughs> like, I was there, you didn't like the food that much. <laughs> like, exactly. Like I was exactly. I was there. So it's like this online there, and it feel like everybody got put stuff on online. It's almost like with uh with Bill, uh what's the uh the basketball player? Joe Smith. Yeah, Joe Smith. Joe Smith wife. It, I'm like, this can't be real. The, the I, I I told the barber this morning the OnlyFans is real, but that video was clearly promo. It gotta be. It was promo. Okay, but you but you still like it's promo. And it, and it, 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 it's promo slash. Um, I'm halfway addressing it. It's it's and, the Will Smith Jada shit, right? And, it, and it's this energy, and this this theory, and this belief that cucks is respect. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. Where, like, I don't know where you get that from. Women, like, cause I seen the video of Cardi B in the club shaking the ass, right? And what's her name? With Offset was holding her while she was shaking her ass in the crowd. And then somebody had reposted it. She was like, "I just love the way he lets her be a wild woman. Uh, I just love the way he supports her." I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. It's only two types of nigga that be letting his woman do all this extra shit online. And I'm a firm believer in this. If you letting your girl shake her ass, throw it like like them dudes that was on our pod did through the crates, mm-hmm. uh, digging the crates, <laughs> bruh, you either don't really give a fuck about her like that. There's a level of like I don't respect you or give a fuck about you like that, or bruh, you on that gay shit. Yeah, I'm convinced those are the only two men that just letting your goddamn woman goddamn do anything the fuck she want to do promiscuous and or you or you making money off her or you pimp that's what I say you don't well, give a fuck about well, you don't give a fuck about it okay yeah well yeah. I, I would beg to differ I would think some pimps care about their hoes nah you nah that, that's why they guiding them nah there's nice there's nicer there's nicer pimps but the concept of a pimp like Joe Smith I feel like that's in, some of what he's in doing in belief in the in the core belief of what pimping is you don't give a fuck about her mm, okay like 
there there are pimps that take care of you. Some pimps marry their bottom bitch. Like some pimps okay, give you a nice thing. That's but the core belief of what pimping is, you don't give a fuck about this woman. Well, that's Joe Smith. I think that's what Joe doing. Yeah, like I think I think because if you heard the story before, he he was the number one draft pick, lost all his money hooping. He did something with Alex, Alex Rodriguez where he can, like, make his money back, like, with basketball camps and shit. This was, like, a couple years ago. Fucked that money up again, too. So his wife used to be a porn star. And, you know, from what I heard, <clears throat> pretty good one. So why not make that money again? I was impressed because I never seen it, and I'm like, I'm a I'm a collector. So that, 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 that she's from back in the day. That's, that's from, like, when you first started. She VHS. Yeah, yeah, she gotta yeah, be a VHS. Yeah, she VHS. Yeah, because CD, I would have found her. Yeah, she definitely VHS. <laughs> a VHS legend. That's the title. <laughs> VHS legend. Uh, nah, so I think he just pimping. I think he's just making some money off her. Yeah, um, so like, I'm, I'm just gonna be real with y'all. But, so, but, like, but he definitely gonna lose. I mean, I don't think she's staying. I think this is a wrap. Hell no, she ain't staying. This is what I'm saying. And I get sisters, like, I was talking to some older women, and I was saying, look, Sexy Red and all these women, younger of the child, like, are clutching your pearls to, they are daughters of this no accountability, let her do what she want to do, don't police her body. Mm-hmm. That's what births out of that. Yeah. That's what bursts out of that. So bring, bring you to the White House, let you kick it yeah. right with the VP. Yeah, so like it, it, there's no when dis- you got grown married women talking about they having a hot girl summer, and like like niggas don't do that, bro. Like yeah. women are the only ones like nick a nigga will like grown men don't do that. Grown men that done got away from that don't do that. Grown men that got away from it. Because I want I want to clarify that because because they might have it in their circles. Maybe like one of their partners probably fail. Yeah. That's the one. But it ain't a crew of them niggas like you can't just be a grown man chilling regularly and a group of bum niggas just come up and y'all on the same level. Like, nah. But females, a bitch could be a straight stripper, hoe ass bitch, six kids, six baby daddies, all looking raggedy. Y'all could be at an executive suite, whatever the fuck, and y'all will all be eating at the same table together. And y'all be accepting it too. Oh, she got to do. No, the fuck, like, no, nah, it has to be some type of distinction, some type of, like, let her crew, let her people help that situation, but, but just automatically, I'm just gonna be, just, I'm just gonna be real. Board, that shit crazy. My stance on it, I agree with you. I'm just telling you where it came from. Oh yeah, I'm, I agree. Y'all it, do it what come, y'all, y'all it, do what y'all want to do. Don't it, it y'all don't, from, um, y'all don't gotta have no accountability. Y'all ain't gotta police nobody. Y'all can let y'all do whatever y'all want to do. Well, the only time I'm speaking to women is what y'all are asking for from men. And this whole thought process that men should let their wives do this, dress how they want to dress. Mm-hmm. It's only two types of men that are going to go for it. A nigga that don't give a fuck about you, for one, or a nigga that's on that gay shit. Damn. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's only two niggas. Now, I, I will say this too, and I heard 19 Keys say this, and it was kind of profound. Uh, he said, you know, at least back in the day, we aspire for freedom, financial freedom, independence. Now this generation, this generation tries to find their freedom in their sexuality because they can't get it through the yeah. independence of finances and everything. So uh, I say that to say like it's that same look, concept. Like if y'all all struggling, it's like well at least let her shake her ass. 
Right. <laughs> like, at least I can let her because I can't buy her no Versace. Like. What, what got me on the goddamn? What got me on this train? I'm watching this video, and it's a little cute ass shot. Shot like, oh, if you ain't the type to put that dick all the way to the back of my throat, you're not the man for me. If you ain't gonna fuck me on the hood of the car in the rain, you're not the man. Like she's naming all this shit that I'm with, right? I'm like, shit, right. shit, I'm the man for her. Like she's naming all this freaky shit, right? Then. That bitch took it all the way to there. Everyone. <laughs> that, bit, that bitch took it all the way to there. She said, if you not the type of nigga to suck your own cum out my pussy and eat it, oh, <laughs> you not. God. I'm like, oh, God. man. Bruh. It's only two types of nigga that's with this shit. And, and, and the unfortunate thing is, and that's, and that's what OGs had to talk to the young niggas. Because the issue is, too, bitches will try to get you to do anything. When you young, Bro, bro, when I was in eighth grade, I had a bitch trip me into shaving my legs. Because she told me that shit would look good. I'm trying to fuck with her. And I'll never forget, I'm in the bathroom. I done did one leg. I'm on the second. My dad said, what the fuck are you doing? Shaving my <laughs> Why, nigga? Tell me the math. Show me the math. Shawty said that this... Don't do that shit, man. Like, and of course, she wanted to see the next day. Did you do it? So it, I I couldn't show her because it was incomplete. Nah, she didn't give a fuck. You I know what I'm saying? That's I like, 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 I'm just saying, I say, like, these young niggas, I think they're getting caught up because these girls, like, pussy is power. Like, and the first you, time you, a girl. You can bleep the name, too. It's about, like, uh, when he used to be on some, uh, oh, you know, I, I believe in him. Yeah, this is my. Do my friends like, no, nigga? Come on, bro. I'm just gonna be right, real with y'all, the, young, the young brothers. I'm gonna be real with y'all. And once these girls realize the, because bro, if you ever had like a homegirl, you talk to her and you hear them describe the moment they realize niggas wanted pussy, and I could get a nigga to do anything just by hinting that he could even possibly, maybe, could if you. <laughs> smell maybe the tip of the pussy the nigga do all this stupid shit soon as she realized that bro had sure niggas looking stupid i got into it with uh one of my friends and she said eldridge do you really have sex with sex workers oh. i said digging a crates and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it for the pod again y'all this podcast is fiction non-fiction this podcast is satire. This podcast is political. But I do sometimes advocate for points that I don't live. I.e., I advocate 50-50 for new dates. You can't, you can't name too many women that have really say that Eldridge really made me on 50. You really can't. If I didn't pay for it, she paid for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's 100-100. Do the math. Hey, look. <laughs> So, so doing the math, I ain't bro. never, I've never been on, I'm thinking about, I've never been on 50 50 day <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> but I advocate for it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be real. I don't like how women try to shame sex worker women mm -hmm. when a lot of y'all behaviors are lying. So I asked her, what's the definition of a sex worker? She said, someone who's having sex for financial gain. I said, okay, so if I had sex with the woman 
and I helped her on her rent, and she now a sex worker. And then she said, well, if she just did it that one time. So y'all got to clear the definition of what a sex worker is. Because by definition, 90% of y'all are sex workers. And she got real offended. She was like, 90%. I said 90% of women are because if, if women are only having sex because they are triggered after an act, which was either financial gain, financial pro, some type of product or service given to them, that's the definition of a sex worker. And she was like, all right, so based off your definition, yeah, I've slept with plenty of sex workers because I know women that was not going to give me the pussy until we went to this restaurant, until we went to this outing, until I gave something. The sex is typically triggered after an act. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all got to redefine what sex workers is or stop putting some respect on these women that's doing Because then she was like, well, it exposes you for diseases and all of that. I said, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. If I put out a table of donuts, two tables, one said free and one said $40 for donut, the free donut table going to get you <laughs> consumed a lot faster. <laughs> with hands all over it. <laughs> <laughs> might even touch it put it back I don't want it. it's free I, right I said I look, look I hit it with my spirit line data shows <laughs> no that but that is real like, that like, is real I like study study shows that prostitution puts in cleaner to free for she said what study <laughs> no that listen that's the truth like, that's the truth women thing. that got down making money off of it bro I'm just gonna be real they got, they a lot stricter. They ain't letting you touch their finger. Your fingernail can't touch them. They ain't with no fingering. They ain't with no women that be selling it have very clear rules because they understand this is their product, AKA, and this is their service. So they got to take care of it so they can get more mileage out of it. I was trying to find this Benny the Butcher line that he had said on one of his songs where he was like, what's the difference between me giving you 500 for the pussy? Or spending five hundred on you while we dating, and you give me the pussy. He he said it in a more rapid way. It's the same way, thing. But he was all, like, "What's the difference?" All y'all selling it, and I think the only way you can prove to me you not a sex worker, you gonna have to give me that pussy without me working. <laughs> you you give me that pussy up front. Now I know she real. <laughs> she real but hey, listen I, I feel like that's what I, Joe Smith wife but, was on he saw Cameron shoot at it bruh but alright to that to that point again going back to these brothers I'm just gonna be real with y'all man it's okay to stand your ground but you also gotta know what you got and be like you can't be mad cause he said in the video he said she was like you know what I was before you married me that was like, the truest shit she ever said. I, I'm like, bro, that shit don't never go away. That's the truest shit and, she ever and I, said. And I'm tired of brothers trying to uh, main up the toss up, and then get mad when the toss up go back to her ways. Like, nah, bro, I I do not blame any woman who continues to do what she was doing when she met you. I don't, I don't blame anyone. Just like I don't blame any man. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, you're not changing anyone. You may delay their course of action. You may let, make it lie dormant for a while, but it's going to wake back up. Yeah. You got to deal with that. You, you, gotta, love, you have to love them, flaws and all. Flaws and all. And if you can't, that's on you. But 
I'm just being real, man. This whole going back just to how we got here, this social media, like every video is a twerk video, bro. Or it's just a video of just something like it's just women just be looking in the camera. It's just, it's so vain, bro. Yeah, it's great. Like it, it, if you really just, just pay a look at it, like take your, take your goddamn, like how I would say, I want to take the old man lens off. Take your light down. That shit look good lens off. Right. And just look at it for what it is. And then you'll be like, bro, what the fuck are these women doing all that? Everything is about their ass. Everything is about their titties. Everything is about, it's like, that's what they think the value is. You know what I mean? And I don't know how to shift that narrative. I don't know how to change it. But I be wanting to tell them like, bro, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. And we got to start looking at stuff outside of money because it is going to get you money. Cause there's dudes out here that's gonna pay, there's dudes that gonna support and all of that. But where is value outside of the money? That and that's what I want people to challenge. Find the value outside of money. If you can't find value outside of the money, like it's something that you probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah, see, even bullshit like I need a massage. Someone come give me one, and no, you can't get no pussy. After you just posted a bunch of photos of like different sexual positions and you're like oh this is what i need so yeah, that's what you're saying no nah, I'm, I'm just saying like ladies if your man letting you be free like that that nigga don't care like because uh i was talking matter of fact i was talking to uh one of my uh homeboy he said hey bro young dudes like that they like their girls out there like that they like they show the girls showing their body and doing that i said because them niggas gay bro telling you yeah. and they don't they either that or they don't give a fuck about that girl it ain't no way you can give a fuck about your girl dog and you just let her throw that shit out everywhere like that i don't give a fuck how good you want her to look i'm like man, what what you gotta look good for what you need what you, fuck all that what you need all them looks for so yeah. that's me i'm on my show but that's why y'all will never see another one of my relationships again it's like that one teacher, that, that one teacher shirt I sent you. That that one right there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, ain't no way you a teacher. Come on, but that's man, that's another. I, yeah, that, I'll be here in a whole other pod talking about them teacher posts. Bro. Man, I'm just yeah. saying, sisters. But yeah, like I get y'all think this is uh the dude respecting you by letting you do what you want to do. I just can't find a respect in it. I can't. Not if you really mind. Like, well, like we always say, it's the spirit in which you, you do it. it. <laughs> hey, look, I'm off my soapbox today, man. First of all, let me just say, Keith, have a birthday, bro. Like, yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Seven years we've been locked in and rocking, bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate all the growth. I'm enjoying Watching you grow, watching your kids grow, niggas. Yeah, yeah. man, it's it's, it's 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 new level shit, man. Thirty seven. Ah, it just got me feeling like it about to be a whole nother vibe, man. Just like what we talked about before the pot. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying we just know where we got to go. Been doing that shit every day. Um, taking some time off. I ain't took time off in a while. Just just me. Like, I'm not even taking the kids. Um, yeah, net, whatever the next drop y'all supposed to get is gonna be the episode two hundred. We yeah. just put that out fully. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, Cause this episode 250? 250. 250. Two mu- and what's so funny, that's what I was talking about. Remember I said at 250, I got no surprise? Yeah. I was just dropping the whole episode 200. <laughs> I mean, I figured that. I figured that. I was going to do it on the break. I know we needed something. Um, and I got, I got, a lot of people say they like the way it sounded. Like, so they want to see it. Like, a lot of people, when they listen to it, yeah. Cause we put the full audio out. So, for YouTube people. I thought we only put a clip out. So I no, no, we, we put, well, we put a lot of clips. Yeah, it was like, it was like a 30 minute montage. Yeah, it was like a good montage. You had to hear Ryan, us. Yeah, I want to hear the whole thing straight out. So everybody said they love the way it sounded, so they wanted to see it, so they're going to see the whole thing. So. Episode 200, episode 250 on my boy 37th birthday, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So bigger, better things, man. Um, announcements coming soon. This year went by fast as fuck. Fast, um, I'm gonna start journaling. I wasn't gonna wait till New Year, but I'm gonna start now. Yeah, and then um, shoot, as soon as I get back, man, ramping up production crazy, like like ramping up production crazy. Hey, look, we said this every week. We love y'all. We need y'all, but most importantly, can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Jess Eldridge Podcast. Happy birthday, people. City with T.I. Outcast and ooh-wee. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a coochie. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers, and what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hear perspective. We want to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Tuning on the podcast, yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.